Claire Monroe is a 17-year industry veteran. She is the owner of Claire Monroe Hair Co. She's a suite owner, a beauty professional consultant, and a virtual assistant. Today, we're going to hear her story, how she got to where she is, and so much more. Welcome back to the Hairdresser Strong Show. I am your host, Robert Hughes, and today I'm with Claire Monroe. How are you doing today, Claire? I'm doing great. How are you, Robert? I'm very good. Thank you. Um, so anybody watching or listening, I've met Claire uh, at, uh, I've, you know, I've run into you what, multiple times at, yeah. at events, um, Presley Poe and Friends uh, mm -hmm. specifically. Um, that's coming up. Are you going to be uh, going to that this year? Yes, it's going to be so good. And it was just amazing connecting with so many people last time. So I just can't wait to see the show this year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I just love what they do with that event. Um, all right. So what you reached out to me and told me that you have uh, built a email. Tell me, what is it again? Uh, an email system? Yeah, so I built a um, an elevated email system for beauty professionals. So that could be for hairstylists, salon owners, salon suite owners, anyone that pretty much anyone that could have a suite. So even aesthetics business. And it's a really simplified system to grow your business without feeling overwhelmed. So it's using newsletters and welcome um, emails to really set yourself apart as the expert before clients are even walking through the door. Nice. And uh, so when you hit me up and you said, hey, I have this thing I'm offering and um, do, would you mind sharing it? I said, well, why don't we have you come onto the show? We hear your story, get, get people a chance to hear, hear from you. And, um, and then we'll also get a chance to learn a little bit about uh, the importance of email in a business. Uh, so why don't we start with, um, so you've been in the hair for, oh my gosh, you've been in the industry for 17 years. Yes. And um, and how did you, like, why why hair? And uh, did you do an apprenticeship? Did you go to school? Tell us, yeah. tell us your story. So I started doing cosmetology school in high school. So very young. I always loved doing hair. I was like, this is so much fun. I did an apprenticeship part-time. Um, as well. And then I went to college for a semester doing fashion merchandising in San Francisco. So I moved cross country and I was like, okay, this is great, but I actually love doing hair. So I left, moved back to, I'm in Northern Virginia, right outside of DC and was working and um, had my license, really enjoyed that. But I knew that there was something more that I wanted to do. Um, and I always loved doing editorial hair and fashion shows and runways. So I made my way up to New York with a couple of friends and I just did hair up there and it was really fun, but I just, it, editorial hair wasn't the path that I thought it was going to be. So I moved back and then I met my husband and then we uh, moved to Southern Virginia. So I've done like I've worked in like every environment possible, whether it's suburban commission salons, New York City, I worked at spas. And after doing all those, like moving around all the time, then I decided I was ready to open my salon suite. Nice. And yeah. uh, your suite is in Northern Virginia? It is. Yeah. And I've had my business for over four years now. Okay, nice. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, so as a suite owner, um, I assume that that's afforded you uh, a different kind of um, experience in your career uh, to lead you to where you are now. So tell yeah. us a little bit about that, like the 
uh, the transition process and what it's been like in four years ago was COVID. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So yes, tell us that story. (laughs) So that was pretty crazy. So actually I worked with a coach and I highly recommend anyone working with a coach, especially when you're like, okay, I'm ready for a change, but I just don't know where to go. And I was working at the time with his name was Jay Williams. And um, I was like, I think I'm ready for something more, but what is it? And it came down to having my own, being independent. So So Ryan, sorry, is this before or after COVID? This is before COVID. This okay, is all right. Like cool. July 2019. All right. Um, yeah. So then I went independent and I rented from a friend's studio. And then COVID hit and it was like, okay, you can only be one person at a time. So then I was like, okay, it's time to go to a suite. Ah. And so I opened back up May, May or June 2020. Um, and then I've just kind of grown from there and it's been really it can be overwhelming having your own suite because you're wearing all the hats. Like you're doing, you're doing the business, you're running the books, you're product ordering, you're cleaning and you're marketing. And I just found it pretty overwhelming. Like most salon suite owners do. And I love doing Instagram posts, but it was just like, okay, I felt like I had to learn a new dance routine constantly. I was like, there's gotta be a different way. And in came newsletters. So I started creating a monthly newsletter to all my clients and I was able to book out my business for a month at a time. So that enabled me to raise my prices. And I just stayed top of mind with all of my clients every month. And that was really like the ticket that grew my business to what it is today. And I just think it's so important because I had under a thousand followers on Instagram. Like it doesn't always have to be all about social media. And you can, there's other ways to create connection with your clients in between visits than just like posting all the time, which can be like really overwhelming when you have a really long to-do list already. Nice. So um, I don't know if you saw Britt Siva's uh, Thriving Stylist episode for her 2024 predictions. I haven't seen it yet. It's on my my, like next play. I I recommend people watch that. I have, um, I did a 2024 prediction and Oh, we have some similarities. One thing that I didn't talk about that she did that I think is really interesting is that uh, eyeballs on scroll time on in social media and screen time in general yes. is on a downward trend. And she's yeah. saying that she thinks that Google, uh, like in terms of discovery uh, of cost, like new client acquisition and like where are people discovering their stylists that is going to be she thinks that we should focus more on Google reviews and Yelp uh, as opposed to social media. So it kind of just yeah. lends to the argument that like, don't kill yourself over social media. Yes. Personally, I have had like no clients from social, maybe a couple, although I also yeah. don't, I also don't actively engage on my personal social media, even though I right. have, I, I have this, but it's my wife who makes uh the yeah. extension of the hairdresser strong possible. That's like a full job. Like the it fact that it truly is. <laughs> it truly it's like so much. And then like the percentage that people actually see an engagement rate is like three, four percent. 
Whereas like other platforms can be like 50 or 60%. It's just like, you know, may, being mindful where your energy is going for what your return on your investment. Like, do we still have to post on social media? Ab absolutely. Like you have to have some kind of a portfolio. So, cause people are going to check and go to it and be like, okay, does this person still like current right. up to date? Like, but you don't have to put all your energy into it. It's almost like, um, I don't know if you feel this way, but it's almost like you have to, in order to be relevant and uh, to appeal to the customer's uh, experience and their journey that they're taking, uh, it looks like discovery is happening somewhere through word of mouth, through a, yeah. review, a review site or a write-up. Um, and then they go to your website and then they find themselves on social media, but it's part of their their uh, research process. But that right. means that you could probably get away with posting, I don't know, a couple times a week if it's only there yeah. to just show your work and it's yeah. not there to actually get you clients. Yeah. Well, and it just depends on what your goals are. So if you're trying to be a brand influencer or something like that, then, then that's like a totally different right. story. But if you're behind the chair and just trying to build your business, maybe that's not where you need to put your energy. And maybe you send follow-up emails with a link to your Google review or Yelp review. So you can keep continuing boosting that up and like adding photos to your Google business. So that way you can continue to grow that. So your SEO ups to your searching for your area. Nice. Um, and so, uh, you know, you mentioned something earlier about booking yourself a month out. Do you not let people book farther than a month out? Right now I have a three month uh, gap. Like, so you can only do about three months at a time. And then that way that allows, like, if you want to go on vacation or travel or something comes up, that's like, you have that space to do so. And I would think that if you're in a, in a suite, um, having the ability to mark time off without having to cancel appointments would save you a lot of time. Personally, yes. I don't care how far out you book for me. I'll just tell my front desk to move them. Right, right. Them. Um, so it makes sense to me that like suite owners and salon stylists and uh, are going to have a different experience there. Okay. Well, for sure. Because you're just like, it's more of a personal connection. So you just, sometimes you feel guilty, but like you're allowed to take vacation and you're allowed to take time off. You're allowed to have sick days. Like it also stupid. just sounds like a pain yeah. to move all those yeah. people like the yeah. front desk that's their job like they're sitting right. there and if they're not if you, they don't have anything to do they're just like kind of staring off into space or getting yeah. bored and you know we yeah. don't want to keep we don't want anyone to be bored at work so no no so no <laughs> they're more than happy to take take on yeah. that you know unless of course you do a last minute no show on a busy day like a saturday then they hate you because right. they they are oh they're too busy to deal with canceling out your thing because like if I wanted to cancel something two months from now um they got a couple days to do that you know it's not like yeah. they got to do it right away but anyway um speaking about experience um I kind of I I want to dig into um email a little bit more um yeah. I think we've kind of talked touched on um, a couple of different items, and it's not just kind of focused on one thing. But I want to save that for the next time we talk. Um, but I, I would like to know, like, what as a suite owner doing a going through a transition, what 
And uh, now you're four years in. What do you believe is like, do you have any advice to anybody that is not a sweet owner or maybe is just starting off and they're like scared uh, or they're feeling stress over the paying the rent or the overwhelm? Um, do you have any like pieces of advice uh, that you could offer to that person or either of those people, I guess? Yes, I have so many things and so many thoughts. So if you are in that position, you're like, I don't even know where to begin. Send me a DM, Claire Monroe Herco on Instagram. But I really think that creating an email system that is automated will really take things off your plate for um, your like new client experience. So I always recommend having a, like a welcome email to any new clients. And that way you can kind of share like where to park, where where is your suite? Because people are used to going to a salon and just like, okay, I just drive, drive right up. And then in the suite, you're like, are doing circles of like, where is it? Um, and then also adding like get to, getting to know you as well. So like you're sitting in a small space with someone for sometimes like three to four to five hours now, and you might just be like crickets. So it's kind of nice for them to get to know you a little bit. So you have more things to chat about as well. So that's, that's also very helpful. And that way you're like having that marketing without having to like stress about a lot of different things. So having your like email system set up from the beginning, but really important is to making sure that your pricing is correct. I think that is absolutely huge, especially going to a salon suite because you're usually working one-on-one -on -one and um, you can't always double book. Some people do, some people don't, but really making sure that your pricing is not just a copycat from leaving a salon, like making sure that it is right for the hours and including the hours that you're going to be spending product ordering and cleaning and all of those, all of that part is part of your work. So making sure that you have that as well is just really important. So scheduling yourself, like thinking about time differently sounds pretty important. You know, maybe you should yeah. schedule in some laundry time or schedule in yeah. some marketing time or schedule in whatever. Like time. one whole extra day, I would say is like the amount of time you need to, cause you're running your own business. It's not just behind the chair anymore. So one day, if you want to be a sweet owner, plan on one of the days you will not be making money uh, for the hours that you're working. You will be working on your business, not in your business. Yeah, yeah, I would recommend that because, I mean, maybe not at first you might not be able to, but at least once every other week, once a month, like you, you start with that if that's too scary to book out once a week, but that is really going to give you a lot less overwhelm. Yeah, I schedule think lunch breaks, lunch breaks. It's very important to eat. <laughs> okay. So lunch breaks and, and, and like an office admin day, uh, yeah. is highly recommended, uh, to sell to set you up for success. I, I think it's, uh, I think it's okay to say if you feel like they should do one once a week, like, I think you can yeah. say that, um, I I've heard that before, actually, from, uh, from another person I interviewed, they said once one day a week. Uh, that should be, you should plan on that being like a work office day. A hundred percent. Just, yeah. just to give yourself space and time. And at the worst case scenario, what if you're sick? What if a client's sick? Like, I mean, we're all human. So like things happen and schedules change. So giving yourself that wiggle room that you're not working way, like really early or really late, like that will just really give you some wiggle room. So would you, um, let's just talk real quick before we sign off here. Uh, yeah. would you, would you, um, would you say that day, if you block out a day for your office day and say you do get sick, 
that kind of sounds like even though you know i don't know if you would advise this but like that gives you a day to shift people into now you might have to skip your office day that week and maybe that's right. not advisable but um what do you do when you get sick like how do you handle getting sick yeah i think it just depends on what the scenario is for you and what feels right but yeah i mean sometimes you do have to just like find time for your clients or find time at other times. It's just, and that's, what's cool about owning a salon suite business is it's whatever feels right to you and what looks good in your schedule. And that might mean skipping an office day, but that's, you know, that still is your income too. So bringing those clients in on those office days, and then maybe you do some office time in the evening. I've just heard that people uh, complaining that they don't like to let clients pre-book because if they they're afraid if they get sick that or they're they have so much anxiety over the fact that they can't like miss a day because there's no time to like get those people in and they can't shift everybody's appointment i don't know if you have anything on to say about that i think yeah just giving yourself that wiggle room in your schedule is like just it's so big and if you end up not having anything to do that day like i'm sure there is something i'm sure there's a course you can take online there's so much free education there's um so much you can do or like enjoy the day off you know like enjoy yeah. resting and <laughs> going for a walk and listen to a podcast like amen you know like we our work shouldn't be 24 7 we should enjoy our life as well and that's especially having a salon suite business we want to have this independent business so you want to enjoy that time too totally all right. Well, thank you for taking the time. And uh, it was nice to get to know your story. And I think that we touched on some really important points for the um, for the startup suite owner and uh, as well as somebody who's maybe kind of feeling like they could be doing better with their timing or their marketing or their administrative stuff. So thank you for that. And next time we get together, we're going to dive into email like I feel like a lot of people might think uh, that, and I thought this too, that email was uh, something that is dead or something like that. Or, uh, but it, but like I know that the statistics say the exact opposite. So yeah, I'll let you explain that in the next episode. A little teaser for your, yes. for people listening and watching. And uh, yeah, so thank you for coming on the show, and I'll talk. I look forward to our next conversation. Thanks so much for having me, Robert.